you protect what you love. Hunting is a life, not a lifestyle, it's a life. This is Hunters to show people how great of a job we're doing for conservation, providing for ourselves all the things you and I understand. I think you kind of owe it to the animal that you're hunting to be as prepared as possible. You know, as I get older, I appreciate the laughs and the time and the experience. Perfection. Yeah. Okay. We're going. I think here's here's what I want to do. How explain how y'all two know each other. I'm sitting here I should have opened this better. I'm sitting here with Mr. Bob Walker. <laughs> I'm very I'm not a professional. I'm sitting here with Mr. Bob Walker and then Jordan Blissett, who's not you're here all the time, so it's not a big deal. But Mr. Bob Walker, I was Jordan said, You ought to do a podcast with him at NWTF. I was like, You think he'll have the time? Because I know you bouncing around during this thing and whatever so very thankful you're you're sitting here and going to talk turkey hunting for a few minutes with me no problem yeah so, so explain how y'all two know each other jordan so i used to work at mossy oak running the camera for hunting the country and turkey thugs and mr bob here was a turkey thug <laughs> so we got to hunt a lot together trying to make tv shows and learned a lot and spent some good times in the woods I don't know if you got anything good to say about that's, that. That's about it. That's yeah. about it. I, I will say this. The uh, the first time that uh, we went hunting together, um, we actually were going to carry somebody the next morning, but that afternoon we had a little extra time, so me and him hooked up to go see if we could get one on film. And You know, afternoon's hunting not that good, so I pulled the truck up, and I said, look, it's Greenfield right up here. I'm going to go check it out and see. So I'm walking up to this Greenfield, and it's real thick all the way around. It's kind of a bad place, but I hate to drive by it because there's always a turkey there. Right. Seems to be when you drive by it, it's a turkey standing there that you should have walked up When you don't want it to be there, yeah. (laughs) So I get up there close to the field, and I start trying to see in the field, and I hear... And I said, oh, no. And so I just stand there a minute to figure out where it is, and I can tell it's a little further up, so I just start backing up, go down the hill, get Jordan, tell him, look, we're going to have to get right there. No wind, no noise, nothing. Dead I mean, still. It's dead still, yeah. which is awful. And, then, and it's yeah, dry. That's tough. Yeah, so leaves crunching and all that stuff. So we, we, we walk up there, and I told him, I said, look, let me get up here and see, if, see where he's at, see if I can tell where he's at again. I said, we're probably going to have to get just right there on the side of the road and try to call him out in the road. That's all I know. And I said, it's going to be tough. It's just loud. And he sets the camera down on the tripod, and he starts doing something. I, I just I just said, he's doing his own thing. I'm not worried. you know. So right. I ease up there, and I listen. I hear him drumming. Still there. I said, okay. We, we, you know, I look around. And I said, well, yeah. I, I motioned him. I said, we need to get by that tree right there, you know. And not saying a word, just motioning to him. So I go right. over there and I start looking, and I'm looking, and I and I turn around and look, and he's done taking his boots and socks off. He's barefooted, <laughs> and he's. I said, "We can kill something. I can kill something with him." Trying to be that <laughs> oh, quiet. Oh man, you told so a he good got, story he, about it. He, yeah, he, he eases over there and sits down by that tree, didn't make any noise, gets his tripod out, and I said, "Hey, we might do it. We didn't kill the turkey, but, but we had a chance. <laughs> hey, y'all didn't we didn't spook, spook him. him. Yeah. That's right." Yeah. So he, he strutted around and finally eased on off. But That's it would have been tough. But I learned something about Jordan that day. That you know what, what he can do. You know what? Uh, you meet a guy that immediately goes to take the shoes off and put the sneak on. That person's been hunting southeast turkeys. I guarantee for you. For sure. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. That's a crawl call. Yeah. And that means a lot. I mean, when you're guiding or going hunting with somebody and, and you're – 
you know, worried about how loud they're going to be. You know, from that point on, I didn't worry about that. Yeah. You know, I didn't have to worry about going, yeah. you know. The I didn't field out process, it. yeah. You know, I mean, a guy knows that, yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you know, I guide all the time. And, you know, when you carry a hunter and you walk 30 yards down the road, you know. You know, You yeah. know what you got, yeah. you know. And, you know, well, I better not get real close to this turkey on the roost. Right. Or I'm not even going close to him, you know. Yeah. Or, we well, hey, him. we can get pretty close with this guy, you Yeah. Know? So, that's a big guiding, thing. When you're guiding, it's almost like reading a person, just like you do a turkey. Exactly. Yeah. You got you got to pay attention to who you got with and how you can do. You so, know? how long have you been guiding at Bent Creek? I don't want to say it's going to it's going <laughs> to age me bad. Um, a while. I think this year is 32 years. Wow. Yeah, it's been a while. You know, and I've been lucky enough. My job was letting me do that and uh, run back and forth to work and stuff like that. Yeah. But that's. When you're going every day carrying somebody, you can learn. You know, I'm just lucky to yeah. be able to do that, you but know, that, and learn a lot. But that's so, I mean, <clears throat> speaking of, I mean, you don't get, I always think, it's any kind of hunting, but talking about turkeys specifically, I mean, the best kind of learning you can get is from experience. And then if you, from a place like Benton Creek, I mean, I, I don't think it's a stretch that say, you know, a hardcore, every hardcore turkey hunter that lives in the southeast region has heard of Bent Creek. Yeah. I mean, it's just that kind yeah, of place. Yeah, we've been lucky. You know, we've had people come, and, you know, early back in the day, the truth. You know, yeah. hey, we were we were lucky enough because back when he was mm-hmm. working for Will would come, and uh, and we, we videoed a lot, yeah. you know, and, and had a lot of luck. You yeah. know, we were lucky. So yeah. That's had a lot of fun, too, man. I always yeah. like hearing those stories, man. Uh-huh. But just to, yeah, because we had that podcast with Will just this past week, yeah. and we talked about it. I, that's the kind of stuff, man, I think. Even me, you know, I mean, when I, that was before my time, but I grew up watching it, yep. you know, on VHS and stuff. And those those kind of hunts, man, those are just – they're so legendary to the sport, you know. Yeah, they are. Yeah. You know, and that's that – I hear that all the time, and it's hard. You know, I'm not a legend or anything like that, but it's just being in the right place, right time, and being able to hunt that ground and, you know, the turkeys we had back then and mm-hmm. it just – you know meeting people like will and yeah. i mean that's that's great you know yeah uh, i can even remember will coming down and bow hunting i remember me and him going bow hunting together, yeah you know so it's yeah. it's it's been a while yeah. you know that's a long time ago Do you ever hunt with will turkeys at all? I, I don't think i've ever hunted with will turkey hunting. really we and, need to and fix I, that. I need to make that yeah I, I, I would love that that's fixable that's <laughs> easily fixable yeah <laughs> And We're, I know he would not hesitate one bit oh, to come back. Oh man, that would be that would be. We fun. need to do that. We yeah. really do. That'd be a fun. I've I've never even seen Bent Creek. Like I said, to me, when yeah. something like I hear Bent Creek and I can picture it in my head because I've seen it in videos for yeah. years. That's but to get to go there and to see it and hear a turkey gobble on there, that would be. You ain't got to see it. All you got to do is go in the lodge, go back there to the kitchen, and smell peach cobbler, and that's all you need. <laughs> Jordan would talk about the peach the food. cobbler. Yeah, <laughs> the food. Yeah. And it is. I mean, and the people, Johnny and Leo, they're great. Just they're, you know, one of them I talk your ears off, the other one won't say much, but they're, they're yeah. a good mix, you know, yeah. and it's uh, everything Johnny says is funny, you know, <laughs> and dry sense of humor, but... And the guides, personalities of the guides, that's what makes it neat. You have different personalities come in hunting and <clears throat> come in hunting and you can kind of place them with older guides yeah. or younger yeah. guides. It, it's right. kind of neat the way we've got it set up. Yeah. So yeah. It's, fun. it's fun. What is it? And I, I really, you know, because we get to hunt a lot, me and Jordan do with our schedule and stuff like that, but this is something that, 
that I, that we're not able to do because we bounce around so much. I've always wondered this. What is it like, you know, because you're at Benton Creek, you know, are you there like all season pretty well, much? Well, pretty much to, till the second week of April, yeah. first or second week of April. So, so 15th of March to the, right. you know, 10th of April. What is, it. what is it like to be able to see the season progress like in a day-in, day-out process on the same property? Because, you know, I mean, like even when I'm before this, when I'm hunting at home, you know, I'd go to – maybe this spot one day or I'd go with a buddy another day, not the same place over and over again. So it's you're getting to see those turkeys as they progress through the season. That's pretty – It's pretty neat. And it's – you know, you said something about turkey thugs and, and us traveling. It's kind of drove me nuts because you lose track of what those turkeys are doing yeah. day to day. Yeah. You know, we, we go to Oklahoma, you know, and then you come back and you're right. like, man, lost touch with my turkeys. Yeah. Because you may be hunting one turkey here one day and – hear a turkey goblin over there you kind of keep up with what's going on but it is neat to be able to see how they relate to weather like a pretty day sunny day when that sun's shining that's what they like yeah in february like right now we're having a good bit of cloudy weather which Mm -hmm. that doesn't bother me now first of march i want to start seeing some sunshine you know but last two years the spring has been early. Turkeys yeah. are rolling when it comes in. So you don't get to see that really a progression. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're right. wide open when the season comes in. But it's pretty neat to see see what you're talking about. I can remember one season, the only season I, I did this, I went and listening before the season and heard nothing. Yeah. I mean, I went every morning for a week, and I couldn't find nothing. Ooh. Now, I could go find turkeys, yeah. see them here or there, you know, but not I did not, not hear right. a turkey, you know. And and the way we hunt, we want everybody to have a hunt. We're not going sitting by a greenfield just calling. Yeah. I mean, we want to hunt. So right, yeah. the guy I had with me the first morning, I told him, I said, I know where a turkey is. I said, let's get in there and see. And, and it had been pretty the day before. The right. day before the season was pretty. And we heard nothing. It was cold. That that morning, first morning of the season, we go off in that bottom. I said, we're going to have to get in there. We got in there. He gobbled one time, flew down, had hens with him. Yeah. He flew down. The hens fed around, and he walked around pecking behind them. Never yeah. strutted a time. We watched huh. him for two hours. Would not even listen to me. Didn't care. Just not care. And we were kind of where they were roosted. We just couldn't get where we needed to get. Next morning, I told him, I said, we might as well go right back in there. Go right back in there. He gobbled like three times, half strutted on the limb, flew down, strutted one time, and the rest of the time pecked, walking around behind him. So, I mean, you could see the progression, yeah. but it was a pretty you could day. See it slowing. Yeah, the next day, that there. joker was hammering. No kidding. Yes. I, I mean, and it was so cool seeing how that weather made a difference. That is awesome. And, I've and never you could just see it just like build up. Now, if every turkey's like that, I don't know, but that one was, to and get that's to the see way that. I think about yeah. it now. I've, have you ever seen anything like that, Jordan? No, not on that. Not had enough. I mean, and that's just luck, being able to yeah, be on the yeah. same turkey Yeah, that's right pretty fortunate. Every yeah. morning. Now. That's really cool. I want, I mean, because, I mean, every turkey could be like that. I don't know. I've never. I don't know either, but, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm assuming they're all pretty much the same like that yeah. because – so you and the age of that turkey's probably got something to do yeah. with that. I don't know. This turkey had he he had a little age on. Yeah, him, but so. you literally watched that turkey go from not even interested to fire hot, or you know, or fire you know, gobbling yep. and doing you know what we what we dream about him yep. doing. There in the was spring. a cut over there, and that's how I knew he was there, and because I'd seen him out in that ball cut over, yeah. and uh, there were hardwoods right next to it, and that's where we were, and that's where. So I, I knew he was there, but and that I just got lucky and been able to get on him. So. Right. 
you know, we, we had a decent hunt, but we didn't kill anything those yeah. two days, but that's part of it. Yeah. That is really cool. Mm-hmm. So how much, this is a question I like to, we, we get this, I mean, look, people ask us this all the time, emails and all that kind of stuff through social media. Um, preseason scouting is always a question. Mm-hmm. So what, what do you do, you know, in preseason and how, and how often do you do it, you know? You know, I, I was talking about this the other day with a buddy of mine and, and I called Johnny and Leo and told them, and they, they do some hog hunts in February, but I told yeah. them, I said, y'all, look, do y'all do anything right here? And I've got a place that's just been kicking my butt. I can't, you know, when the season's in, I don't want to go in there. Right. Because you're just busting turkeys because it's just loaded with turkeys, but it's so hard to hunt. It's a lot of hills, and there's some pretty bottoms in there, but it's thick around it. Yeah. And so I've got to go in there and walk around this year because I'm tired of getting my butt kicked right yeah. there. And get in there and just just walk just you know, really, just yeah. go and walk and yeah. february is a good time to do that now are you looking for see because i don't deer hunt this okay if i deer hunted it i would know it right you know i don't yeah. i don't go in there except in turkey season yeah. so i don't know that particular piece of property and uh if you deer hunt it you're kind of scouting all the time yeah. learning how that creek runs and how this yeah. road and this you know it's all of that but but you're scouting pre-season it depends on the weather. If they're doing their thing, then you can go listen, look for tracks, and see and look for strut yeah. marks and whatever. I mean, you see those strut marks, yeah. and you know, just remember that. You yeah. know, put it all in your computer up there, and right. and pull it out when you need it. You hear a turkey gobbling right there close to it, so well, there's strut marks in that road or in that creek bed or sandy spot in the road. That's where we need to go. Set yeah. up between him and that. And Get to where you he know wants you're to in be. the right spot. Yeah. You know. Or you think you should be, right? But the scouting part of it is, to me, the biggest thing is knowing the land. Yeah. If you know the land, you're good. You yeah. Know, don't go in there a week before the season and spooking turkeys. Right. And they're they're you're educating. They're already them. doing their thing. You know, then, don't yeah. don't go then. You know, ease in there to listen, get out. Yeah. You know, now if you want to sit down and listen to him gobble on the roof, fly down and see which way he goes. That's a good That's idea. Yeah. Then you've got some some idea. You know, now he may not do that again tomorrow, but he you've got an yeah. idea. Yeah. You know, if you can go back another day, do the same thing. Yeah. Get a pattern. Yeah. Just like pattern a deer or anything yeah. else. Same yeah. thing. But knowing the lay of the land yeah. is, is is the biggest. That thing. yeah, I wanted to come back to that because I thought that was a really good point. Because everyone, when they think of scouting, they think of looking for turkey sign and listening to turkeys, which is obviously a big deal. But I know we, Jordan, and all of us, we've stressed that before about how important knowing the woods you're hunting are mm-hmm. i mean i don't think you could stress that enough i i think and i think i told someone i said i honestly believe because there's so much emphasis put on calling nowadays and there's a lot of really good calling you okay. know but i said i think you take a hunter with excellent calling and just decent woodsmanship and then you take a guy that calls yeah you know not bad yeah. but not special and he's an incredible woodsman he's going to kill more turkeys yep. every time no doubt yeah. Without a doubt, yeah. he's he's gonna come out on top more often yeah. than not. I mean, it's just it just that's just the way it is. If yeah. you, I mean, if there's a creek out there, you don't know. I mean, you just put an obstacle between you and him, a, a fence, old fence, anything. He's yeah. gonna he's gonna use it to hang up. Right. You know, yeah. that's just that's what it sounds. That's what it feels like he does. Yeah. He looks for an excuse not to come because yeah. you know you're reversing nature. Right. You yeah. know, he's supposed to be you're supposed to be going to him. Yeah. And you're trying to call him to you, so 
He's not supposed to do that. You got to make it easy for him. Yeah, that's I, li- I like that advice a lot. Just going and walking it, figuring out your hunting mm-hmm. place. I mean, another way to you know by walking that land, you figure out where to get in there quiet too. Exactly. Yeah. You want to get yeah. in there quiet as possible. Yeah, you do. You got to do that. Quiet to me is big. I you know I pay attention to that because they they listen. I mean that's yeah. Especially we have a ton of coyotes now. I don't. I yeah. know. I, I think that's over the whole southeast. But yeah. Um, they're they're listening, yeah. and they hear something walk up there, and I mean, if they hear you walk up there, they're on the roost. They're listening harder on the roost than they are any mm-hmm. other time of the day. I think. I agree. Because they've got to fly down, they can't see everything down mm-hmm. there. If they hear something walk up there and sit down 120 yards from them, and they hear it, I mean, yeah. they don't know what it is. But they, they know something. They heard there. something go yeah. right there and stop. Right. They not coming anywhere near there. They may keep gobbling, and they may make you think they coming. But they they're going to be gobbling, walking they, the other way. Exactly. Yeah. And you're going, why didn't he come here? He heard you. Yeah. You know, so you got to be quiet, walk in there and sit down. And if if you worry about it, I don't. a lot of times with a customer, I don't get close on the limb. I'll wait, yeah. let them fly down, and yeah. then get in there. Nine yeah. out of ten times, you ain't going to kill him off a of limb anyway. That's, yeah, and, that's, then you, and if he flies down and doesn't do what you want, sometimes you're pinned down and you can't move and you have to wait another Thirty or forty minutes before you can get on him, and then especially he's got especially in the early season when yes. that, when all the leaves are off the trees. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, that, that's that's invaluable advice. I think stuff like that because everyone like it's uh, a lot of it. I think I blame on. I mean, not just us, but but TV in general. Like you know, because when you have a twenty-two minute television show, you know, it, sometimes it, I mean, oftentimes it takes us hours to kill a bird oh, yeah. you know but yeah. on tv it looks Everybody like you it, go out there, bah, 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 it looks like you yeah you yelp and cut and here they come running and that's some sometimes it happens like that but that's like one out of a hundred you know yeah it feels like it and yeah. uh <laughs> yeah i mean you'll have little streaks yeah, <laughs> yeah. them streaks don't last yeah a turkey can humble you in a heartbeat <laughs> oh yeah big time <laughs> quick uh so I'm th- yeah I, I thought that was a, that's a really good tip you know because it like it's a I think it's how many turkey hunters that you know, especially new ones, and that want to get as close as they can to them on the roost. And I mean, sometimes you can, and if it, but I mean, I like it if you can without you, spooking them. Yeah, it's deadly. But then again, don't if push you spook it. Him, yeah. You 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 just missed your hunt. It's like that turkey we was talking about the other day that it was logging road pushed out through set, there. Set that. Just go ahead and yeah, tell the whole deal. We just talked about it a couple of days ago. Yeah. Well, but, okay. If they hadn't listened to that anyway. one, they'll hear it now. <laughs> Last year. <laughs> I got on this big bad boy turkey, okay? Mm-hmm. You know what big bad boy turkeys do. Jordan always says he gets on big bad boy turkeys. They make you look like a fool. <laughs> they do. Anyway, I got on this turkey. I hunted him for like 17, 18 hours and two days, three days, something like that. All day, every day for about three days. He wouldn't move out of about, I don't know, 10 acres or so. Oh, man. One of them. Yeah. Well, anyway, the afternoon before, I ended up killing him. I was sitting there. I sat by a tree from 3 o'clock till 6. It was right after time changed. And uh, finally, I heard a hen coming up behind me. Well, anyway, the gobbler ended up being with the hen, but it's a briar thicket between us and or me and the gobbler. But the right. hen's on my side of the briar thicket. Well, I sit there messing with her, calling to her, just soft calling, trying to get her to come over there to me. Maybe he'll follow well, it's getting about fly-up time, and he's still on the other side of this thicket, about, mm-hmm. I don't know, 90 or 100 yards. And finally, I just go to raising cane at this hen, and she comes over there mad as a hornet. 
Just finna. Yipping back. Yeah, oh, yeah. She was in it. Yeah. She was pissed off. <laughs> she was really mad. But anyways, right about fly-up time, the hen's on my side of the thicket mm-hmm. now, right in front of me, like 35 yards. Well, he's not going to come through there. You know, he's hard-headed. Yeah. I'm figuring him out. He yeah. ain't doing that. Wasn't he just steady gobbling, you yeah, said, when all this was just, going on? Oh, really? Oh, man. It's public land, too. Oh. Yeah. Why don't you go ahead and, like, give them the GPS coordinates while they're listening to this, <laughs> tell them where it is. So they can So they can go in there and look <laughs> and figure it out. It's in Mark Twain National Forest. Okay. But anyway, this hen comes around there, and this is something in my mind. I said, I need to spook her. I just run her out here, and I come back and hunt him in the morning. Mm-hmm. So I do that, and she takes out back towards my truck, and he's still over there just gobbling his brains out while she's flying now off. Is, and is your truck opposite way yep really yeah so a crater situation right there that yeah you do it's gonna work well i figured out i've never been in this area till the last three days i've been hunting this turkey i got on the first time i hunted in there and it stayed with him but they have pushed it out fitting to burn it so there's a push out a dozer push out it didn't go out to the county road it just dead ended mm-hmm. like right on this creek yeah so I said, I'm going to get in here early in the morning and sneak up this dozer push. I don't know exactly what tree he's going to be in, but I'm going to be close. And I got in there like an hour before daylight and just crept up that road, quiet, yeah. quiet, quiet. And I get up there and sit down, and, you know, it's 15 minutes after fly down. And I'm like, I done spooked this turkey. Ain't heard nothing. He ain't gobbling. He ain't done nothing. So I did a real soft fly down, you know, kind of like you do, and mm-hmm. just kind of beating on the leaves real soft. and. <laughs> Just real short. Right. And all of a sudden, his feet land 25 yards. And, really? Yeah. And that's right the, there. That's the thing yeah. that can work. So get in there quiet like that. You know? <clears throat> and and he never made a sound? He knew. I I don't know if he – he may have just been that turkey. He I don't just, think I spooked him because he landed 20 yards yeah. from him yeah. because he thought that hen was right there yeah. and I came back up there looking for him. Yeah, but, yeah, but the ground, man. Think yeah. about the situation you made that, that made that work. You knew where that turkey was. You spooked his hen, so his hen wasn't there. He, he didn't know where she was. Yeah, she couldn't get in the way. Yeah. And so now in the scenario, his, the only hen in the area is right there, and you were able to get in there quiet and get right in there in his comfort zone because, like you said, he stayed right there and he didn't want to leave. Now, he thought that hen was coming back up there to find him, but he just never gobbled. And I mean, he didn't have the opportunity to gobble. As soon as I flew down, he <laughs> flew down. He said, hey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> But that was this one thing I figured out. A trail going in there, you could sneak yep. up, and they had just pushed one it. So it was, it was soft, sandy You wouldn't ever try to get that close without that trail, oh, without that ever, fire lane. wouldn't have been able to. Yeah. You would have ended up spooking him if you'd tried yeah. to move a different way. He yeah. roosted on top of a 10, 15-acre briar thicket. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's a bad turkey. Yeah. yeah. That's a bad turkey. That what kind of spurs do you have? Uh, they was over an inch. Yeah. Then he he was crazy. He was cool looking too. He His had, wings had, he had like a bunch of black wing feathers. Oh really? He was yeah. cool. Solid black. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were like mixed in though. It was really cool. It was like yeah. some of them were barred like normal, but then like a couple of them were like solid black. He had, it was cool. His uh feathers right there on the base of his fan or not his but his wing were like peacock colored. Really? Like blue and teal and oh, it was cool crazy looking. looking. I've never seen the first on, one I've ever seen. I didn't like mount that. him, but I taped him out and yeah. put his wings on the wall. It's cool. Yeah. I need to see a picture of that. Yeah. yeah, he's really cool looking. Um, so this is one I'm thinking we, we going through questions that we get sent in and stuff, and this is one another one of those that we get all the time. And I know you've been asked this question before, and I know you've dealt with it, so that's why I want to ask you. Um, so you're hunting a turkey, he's gobbling, flies down. 
Seal Goblin, he gets with hens. That's all. What do you do when they get with the hens? That's all, we get that question all the time. You know, you can do it a thousand different ways, and no way is right. But yeah. uh, the closest you, you, you I want to be as close as I can be to him if right. he's got hens with him. If yeah. I know that going in, I want to be pretty close so I can kind of see and not have to call and rely on him gobbling for me to tell where mm-hmm. he's at or what he's doing. And if I can keep my eyes on him and terrain and your woods and all that's going to make a difference but if i can keep contact with him without yipping a whole lot and do a lot of scratching and soft yipping that's yeah. what i want to do right but if you can't see him then it then you just got to be patient man you yeah. gotta if he's if he's answering you you know every now and then you know you just got to hang on and it's tough i mean you just got to say patience you yeah. just got to keep telling yourself i got to keep sitting here you know and you know, if you start calling hard at him and hammering at him, sometimes it'll work. The hens will come, you know. Yeah. But to me, the only way you can do that is to maybe sound like more than one hen. Right. You know, get you a push button or two and, you know, cut and yep and do yeah. all that at the same time. Right. That's good. That'll work. But it's it's no easy way to do it. Right. It's just going to take a little time yeah. and, and find something that, you know, gets him fired up or, or them fired up, right. the hens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if you can get them fired up coming to you, scratching and yipping soft and all that, if you can watch them, that'll start making them draw that way. And if you can see him and watch them too and just start yipping a little bit, yeah, getting his interest and not bothering them, yeah. you know, they're feeding, Yeah, you know, and – start yipping at him and watching him and when he's hearing you and they're not then you can keep doing that you know what i'm saying yeah yeah yeah. and if you can do that watch him and see and hopefully he'll start coming your way but it's it's tough and that's where knowing the land if they start off one way you can go around and get in front of them and start calling or like you were saying if you kind of know they're going to a certain area you can get there yeah you remember that turkey we tried to kill with i think it was with Mackenzie or either samantha that was in that food plot with the hill rolled off and the hen came up it It was Mackenzie. yeah and and the hen came up and spooked is that the one you're talking about i can't remember he had a pile of hens and we kept on calling them up there and he'd stay out there 80 or 90 yeah, yards you remember yeah, that yep yeah. that's all bad. the hens you would think he'd come but he was we you know he was bad enough that's a, that's a yeah, bad turkey yeah, too and we stayed there for what three or four hours yeah it was, it was oh yeah yeah that was it yeah that was that was samantha you're right yeah. that was samantha my oldest daughter yeah yeah that was a that's, that was a neat hunt yeah they were all over us talk about he, patience he, he just still he, didn't work Hens came came right up here to our right when they mm-hmm. yeah came up to our right and just why he didn't come I have no yeah. idea. Well, that's just, one just turkeys, you yeah. know. That's why they call them a turkey. Doing turkey things, yeah. <laughs> that's it. We can't. You can't make like Wilbur says. You can't make a turkey do anything. He's gonna do what he wants to do. I can that's make right. one run off. Yeah. <laughs> that's the one thing that's I know how to make that's, do. That's pretty easy. That's pretty you easy sometimes. Everyone else. Oh man. <laughs> you know. I don't know. That's that. You're right, though. That's one. That's one sure bet right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cuz always says there's no absolutes in turkey hunting, no. and that's true. Yep. You never know what'll work. I learned a long time ago. I think the first time I, I must have been, I don't know, high school or junior college when I, I, I must have been on like my first little bit of a hot streak, mm-hmm. 
and I started getting a little confident. <laughs> and I was like, man, I've got this turkey thing figured out. And then, oh, dude, like it's almost like the good Lord above was like, okay, big shot. Because then it was like, oh, man, I got taken to school. Yeah. I, I got, whoo, because a turkey can humble you. Boo, bad. Mm-hmm. Real bad, real quick. <laughs> but, you know, if patience is one of the biggest things, and I was talking with somebody today about it, we, if you'll remember that you're what I said a while ago, you're reversing nature. Yeah. And that turkey's not supposed to come to you when you call him. He's gobbling to call the hen to him. Yeah. So if you'll remember that, and and then you've got to figure a way out to make him want to come to you. So just think about it like that, and that that should give you a little more patience. Yeah. Hey, when I was younger, I I, I didn't have it. I didn't have the pay. I wanted him to come on, you Hurry know. Up, but yeah. but I learned it, and once you learn, and and you get confidence in what you're doing too. Yeah. You know, you just got to get confidence. Hey, they'll come. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times that I, when I was in college, freshman in college, I had a a good year that I got on a lot of turkeys right there where I hunted, and I would have to leave and go to class, and yeah. I would come back the next. After that afternoon, I would slip back in there to try to roost one or something, and ground would be tore up where they'd been scratching. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, <laughs> so I started realizing, look, you sit there long enough, he's going to come. Yeah. You know, he's going to come check it out, you know, just be patient. Did now you I, start cutting class a little bit? No, I didn't do that. <laughs> Kids, I don't do that you know, anymore. One, I did, then. Another thing that's made me think about it in a turkey's way, is that if you think a turkey ain't on a time schedule, all no. he knows he's going to bed no. at dark and jumping down and when it That's gets right. daylight. That's right. An hour or six hours, it don't make no but Mr. No Budwell, old fellow, used to be a barber in town. He was he guided for us at the lodge. Yeah. And everybody always, you know, some if you like to yep and do a lot of stuff like that, you didn't like to go with Mr. Budwell. He was, he, he was, he was going to yep a couple of times, 15 <clears throat> minutes later, he might yep again. But yeah. what, what he always used to say, What's a, got to, what's a turkey got to do? He ain't got nothing to do. <laughs> he ain't got, you know. He ain't got, he ain't nothing got nowhere to, do. to be or nope. nothing to do at so no that, certain that time. That kind of puts it in perspective. He ain't, got, he ain't in no hurry. Yeah. He's just so, doing his thing. If he gets right. excited and comes in, it's a plus for you, but he ain't got to. That's right. And it's fun when it works out, though. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Whew. Something that, that I know y'all, I was going to ask y'all this earlier. Y'all supposed to be asking the questions, but have y'all noticed if you go somewhere, if you go out west or somewhere that you can really yep at one yeah. and have fun, and then you come back home, do you catch yourself yipping oh, too yeah. much? Oh yeah, right and you've got to, you've got to say, oh man, I have to remind myself you know where I mean? I'm at. Just, oh yeah, it's like whoa, yeah, why I I can't be doing that. I mean, <laughs> like, even like Missouri or Iowa, mm. even Easterns, you know, you can go different places and that's right. Yelp at them different. Than you can these southern evil turkeys. Yeah, yeah. If and if you if you can ever find one of those places down here in the southeast that well, doesn't all, get hunted a whole yeah. lot, about the pressure. Yeah, if, if they're not pressured, you can yep at them, and yeah. you can yep at some of these turkeys. But you've kind of got to do it slow. Yeah, you kind of got to build him up. You can't just go out there and oh, start hammering, no. or he's liable to shut up and mm-hmm. never say anything else that day <laughs> you, but yeah. just kind of feel him out you know when he first starts gobbling in the morning that owl hoots he gobble another owl hoot he gobble a crow crows he gobble well he's gobbling everything he's yeah. pretty good so you got be, be listening at yeah. what he's gobbling yeah. at mm-hmm. 
and see what how his temperature is that yeah. day. Is he fired yeah. up or is he not? Yeah. You know, is he gobbling at every aisle or just the ones that are real loud and close to him? Or, you know, so that kind of lets you know what he's wanting to hear that yeah. day. Is yeah. he fired up? That lets you know how to work him. Maybe. Yeah. Will said. Will says the same thing. Said you got to take that turkey's temperature. Yep. I mean, because that's one thing you run into. Or, I mean, everyone does, especially when they're new. You know, it's almost like a. I like to relate it to talking to a person almost, you know, like if you're holding a conversation with a person, you know, if I'm talking to somebody, one, if they're sitting, you know, if they're if they're talking kind of soft and not talking that much, they're probably not going to like me if I just go to yelling and hammering and not yeah, like yeah. not letting them get a word in. Yeah. I mean, if a turkey's just over there gobbling once, you know, just, I mean, you know, don't be sitting over there. Exactly. Yeah, just let the turkey dictate what you do. That's right. I think you'd be more successful. You know, another thing too, if he's gobbling, at owls and crows and all that and a turkey gobbles you know to your left or right or something you know another gobbler gobbles did he answer that turkey okay he didn't okay now an owl hooks right there where he been gobbling at and he didn't gobble yeah. like uh oh yeah maybe on the other turkey yeah. might better turn the other way you know or you something found, if he's he, close enough yeah. because this you this may not be the dominant yeah, turkey you, found, you just have to listen to it and see yeah. you know and figure out what's going on and that'll tell you how to work that turkey you may not want to you know hey he's not coming i'm gonna gobble that hey, that turkey's not coming <laughs> he gonna run, he gonna, <laughs> he oh gonna, no not again <laughs> i thought he no. was over there you know but so man, it, it tells you a way to do me it me and lake ran into a turkey last year that we, I mean, he'd gobble a little bit when he's calling to him, but the way we got up in his comfort zone was by a crow. He, yeah. And not yeah. a crow called or, you know, by voice. It was just a, one crow would fly over every once in a while, and he'd gobble at it randomly. And we'd inch up there on our bellies. Yep. <laughs> Look, we, how, how far do we scoot, like, seriously scooting, crawling, and belly crawling, just easing uh, up and 100 easing yards. Up. Yeah. 120 yards and he listened would, to him drumming the whole time mm-hmm. he gobbled at calling some early in the morning we got on that turkey at 7 a.m was when we first heard him mm-hmm. and then same turkeys you know and we killed him at 1 30 p.m that was what, good th- that, that, oh, look, that's fun, that was so much fun that was one of my favorite hunts i mean because we and literally uh, he stopped when when probably like 9 30 he stopped gobbling at our yelping and stuff mm-hmm. And we just inched up, and we knew it could. I mean, he hears he hears us. He knows we're there, yeah. you know. And when we got into that comfort zone, we didn't. I mean, if I yelped, it was soft. I mean, just just content turkey yeah. sound, you know. Yeah. Just, scratching in leaves more just, than was. Mostly just scratching and purring, right. and really really soft clucks. Just, yep. and he finally Jordan. When we when we got in there, it was like one of those things, like like you were talking about when you you go to your, when you were in college and you see where that, the ground was tore up. We kept easing up and easing up, and we got to this spot. When we got there, me and Jordan looked at each other. We're like, oh. You know, we're like, yeah. that. this is where they've been, you know. Yeah. And they, he, Jordan said, we sit in here, we're going to kill him sooner mm-hmm. or later. And sure enough, I mean, it, and it wasn't like at one thirty. you know, all of a sudden we could hear him drumming. Yeah. And just, just and finally, here comes a, you know, a big black Volkswagen through the woods. <laughs> oh, there he is. The oh. coolest thing that he did, I, I'd like, I'll remember this image in my mind to the day I die. He was walking. He's making his final, you know, he was probably about 50 or so yards out walking our way. And he's walking and he's strutting. And he kind of, he never came out of strut completely. He kind of go in half strut and walk and he'd be looking. And there was this old falling over tree. I mean, big tree, you know, big, big old thing, probably, you know, Three, probably, probably a thirty-inch tree. Yeah, 30, yeah. forty-inch tree. And that turkey, because there was a little bit of, a little bit of thicket or bush between me and him, 
he hops on top of that tree and cranes his neck up and just goes to look at it. And I, I remember he, just, he and still, you know, still kind of puffed up, but cranes that neck up as high as he can, just looks, just looks around. I made them gobble and just looking. And I'm like, mm. That's the most nervous I am when one does no, that. And he's you looking, and he was, breathe. I could see, I don't mean, he blink, was just cranking. Close your eyes. <laughs> Wilbur, Wilbur calls them periscoping when they yep. do that, you know? Yep. And I'll remember that for as long as I live. And he finally, he stood there, and he looked around, and he just hopped off. And then he started strutting again. Here he came. And then it was, oh, man. And when we shot that turkey, first off, I fell down running to him, which is, that's not the first time I do that. I get excited. Yeah. <laughs> I tripped over a uh, tree root or something so jordan's laughing at me yeah, you know I'm go backwards losing my breath and laughing. <laughs> but yeah that was a fun hunt and that's just like it's getting knowing you know getting in their comfort zone and not oh, yeah. not over well, pressure you know them. a lot of people think you're just supposed to walk out there you know standing up walk and sit down yeah and sometimes you've got to get another 20 or 30 yards and if you've got to crawl to do it whatever but you yeah. can't let him hear you do it no like you said y'all were crawling when yeah. that crow would crow and he'd gobble and it okay we move a little bit more we were, you know move a little we bit were more really we were moving maybe like five to ten yards at a time and then we'd stop and be like all right where's he at you know like make sure for and then and when we finally got i mean seriously the last set we made before we started moving we would not have killed that turkey right there and that was maybe 50 yards yep. from where we shot it but he there's no way we shoot that turkey there we had that's to get that difference. a little bit further in had big to difference yeah. so many small things has got to come together to kill a hard-headed turkey yeah, yeah. it is and that just comes it just comes from experience and <coughs> doing right. it over and over again pay attention to where you sit down you know and if he comes up at 80 yards can he see there's not a hen here? Yeah. If he can, you need to get a little bit further. You yeah. need to get some more ground on him because he's going to stand out there and look yeah. for that hen. Say, Where's she Guarantee at? Yeah. you. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, if he's got a buddy with him or something and they act crazy, yeah, they might chase each other up. You know, right. just try to beat each other that hen, just yeah. lose it, two-year-old yeah. or something. Yeah. But nine times out of ten, they're going to hold up out mm -hmm. there. If they can't see a hen, they're not coming in. Yeah. you got to make it where he's got to come look, and yeah. then he'll be in range. Yeah, for so, sure. That's a, it's all, it's a lot to it. God, it's fun. Oh, that's what makes it fun. Yeah. So I, the, talk, I was talking to a guy, and this is probably off the subject, but I, know. I was talking to a kid from here in Kentucky, up here in Kentucky, a few minutes ago out there in the exhibit hall, and he was telling me his story about hunting this turkey three days in a row. Yeah. And, I mean, he was just, this happened, this happened, and I didn't get a shot this day. And the next day, he, he just skirted me, and yeah. he was telling me all this. And when he got through and he killed the turkey and all that, I said, all right, let me ask you a question. When you killed it and you were fired up, and about 15 minutes later, were you like, oh, he's gone? You know, <laughs> yeah. he's gone. I can't hunt him. What, yeah. what am I going to do in the morning? Because yeah. I hunted him three days in a row. And then I, I said, I bet that fourth day you were going, man. Yeah. I still wish I had him, you yeah. know. And that's what's neat about it. Yeah. You know, what was Tom Kelly says, you wish you could breathe life yeah. back into it. You know, so you know. could hunt him again in the yep. morning. Yeah, that's right. That's so true. Start the process all over again. Yep. you got to find another one that's to figure it out. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Everyone's different. Yep. Everyone. I've never yeah, had are. two turkey hunts the same. And everybody, you know, Just, always sees it and it's like, why do y'all hunt turkeys? You know, it's the same thing every time I come it's up so there. Different. And they <laughs> hollering and never the same puffed thing. up and. Why do you, why you, what's the big deal about shooting a turkey? You know? You're right. It's, it's fun. It's so much fun. Come on, we'll show you. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Go one time. Yeah. It's and let it happen. Well, 
Mr. Bob, thank you for your time. Thank yeah, you. I enjoyed for, it. Yeah, I, I enjoyed I, it. I hope we didn't jump all over the place. And <laughs> no, man. We talked about turkeys. Ain't, I'll ain't do no it much. anytime, man. Yeah. I love to talk turkey. Yeah. yeah, especially that's all we can do this time of year because it's the season getting so close. We can smell it and see it, and it's it's yeah. just <laughs> talking turkeys just to bypass us till it finally gets here. And it don't help one thing. Listen, to all this yelping going around this convention. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, everybody's telling a turkey story. And oh, it'll, oh yeah. boy! I'm gonna be but, useless. But I am glad the looks like winter's holding all holding on a little bit. Yeah. And this time last year, you know, it was turkeys yeah. gobbling like crazy. Get that first week of April yeah. hatching right. Yeah, yeah exactly. Beautiful. Exactly. It's gonna be fun. Well, yeah, guys, thank you for listening. As always, if you've got turkey questions like we covered today and talked about today, send them in. We'll do our best to cover them. Mr. Bob, thank you so much for doing this. We enjoyed it, and we really, I don't, I, I don't know if we could do it this spring, but we need to get that in the works with Will coming yeah, we'll down do. and hunt with you. That would be, that would be so much fun. Yeah, need to do that. We All need right. to do it. Well, guys, we're you're gonna get back to the to show. I'm, you're not allowed to come. I can come. <laughs> Both of you. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, we're gonna get back to the show before everyone else that works at the booth we're at get mad at us for being gone so long. So yeah, we're gonna get back to it. And thank y'all for listening to the Speak the Language podcast.